is Elias Pedersen, captain material. While that might be a debate, his former coach sure thinks so. We're going to talk about that today. It's Begsy and it's Bowen. And you're listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, happy St. Patrick's Day, and thanks for hitting the play button on today's episode of Locked On Canucks, your team every day. My name is Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer and part-time credentialed media member for Daily Hive Vancouver. And before we dive into the show today, we want to thank you for listening to Locked On Canucks, your team every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, where the best way you can help us grow is to listen every day and subscribe. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host and a man who probably wants Pedersen to be captain, right? It's Kyle Bowen. How you doing, man? Oh yeah, Pedersen is the easy choice, and yeah, I'm doing I'm doing well. Again, the sun is out, feeling a lot better these days. Got a haircut yesterday again, and I was right, man. Beauvillier is the right guy to play beside that future captain, Elias Pedersen. But again, enough about me. It's a Canucks show, and it's about the fans. We'll get to the comments or the comment. We only got one on our last episode at the end of the show because it's all about the people. It's all about the people, and we save the best for last. Elias Pettersson, is he captain material? Easy answer is yes. And what did Bruce say about him? Bruce said that he believes he's the future captain of the Vancouver Canucks. So we basically had Bo Horvat endorse Pettersson, saying Pettersson should be the next captain. We've had Bruce Boudreau endorse Pettersson saying he should be the, the the next captain. And Bruce Boudreau, he talked about this on NHL Network yesterday, which is why we're talking about it right now. But he said that last year to this year, and even more as the season has gone on this season. He also said that he thinks Pedersen is going to be an 120-point player in the NHL someday, while also being captain of the Vancouver Canucks. So two pretty ringing endorsements from Horvat and Boudreau. And it has me thinking... A little differently about the situation, Kyle, and I'm going to tell you why. Not, I wasn't really on the bandwagon that Pedersen shouldn't be captain, but I had some hesitancy about him rushing into the captaincy, even next season, based on his interview on After Hours. You know, on After Hours, he talked about how you know he's obviously he would consider it an honor, but uh, that he's a quiet dude and that you know he's never been captain before, and something that you know it it, it would be different for him, obviously. So here's one of the quotes I wanted to read for you. He said, for me, I don't want to stress or rush into a decision. I've never been captain. Everybody knows I'm a pretty quiet guy. So it would definitely be an honor, but I want to take my time thinking about it in the summer and make a decision. And I mean, again, based on that quote, it sounds like he is pretty much already the next captain of the Vancouver Canucks, but the only thing missing is the letter from his jersey. Yeah, that's missing. And I think... For me personally, I can say I was missing a lot of the internal context when he gave those initial quotes on After Hours. Because when he was saying those things that, ah, you know, I'd love to be the captain, but, 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 I took it as as someone that may be, quote unquote, walking away from the situation. Maybe he doesn't really want it. But weeks later, it kind of hit me that he kind of said those things because he's just, he's just a humble dude. He's just a humble dude. He's a leader. He doesn't want it to be about me, 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 me. But deep down, everyone knows it, including himself. He's the right guy to be the captain of the Vancouver Canucks, the best player on the team, the hardest worker on the team. 
And damn, I, I don't know Bruce Boudreaux said that he thinks that Elias Patterson can be a 120-point player now. Things are different now. A lot of players are scoring a lot of points. But 120 is... That's, that's really, really good. That's a lot of points. And could you imagine? Could you imagine the captain of the Vancouver Canucks, a place where it's hard to play the game because everyone's watching and everyone cares a bit too much. If that dude could still put, put up 120 points, damn. And... I know we're a long ways, a long ways away from playoffs, playoffs, but I have no doubt in my mind that he is going to be the best playoff performer in Canucks history. Now, we've only seen him do it once, but damn, oh damn, being a Canucks fan for so long, so long, we saw Marcus Naslin struggle in the playoffs. Heck, we saw Henrik and Daniel struggle in the playoffs. Pedersen was there for one little run in the bubble. This dude was... You could argue that he was top five, top ten, one of the best players in the playoffs during that year, for real. Yeah, 100%. I think him and Quinn Hughes, like that was kind of their arrival to the NHL, and Demko too, for that yeah. matter. Um, but that was their arrival in the NHL. You know, they'd obviously, Quinn Hughes had a great rookie season. Pedersen had two good seasons in the NHL at that point. But during those playoffs, they were they were incredible. I, I don't have it in front of me, but I feel like Pedersen had 18 points in 17 games. Just, just incredible stuff from a guy who was 21, 20, you know, 21 years old at that time, right? Yeah. So playing against yeah, St. Louis, I, playing against Las Vegas, you know, and he was doing it. He was putting up points. Continue. Yeah. I, in terms of him being the captain, I, I just think it's the right thing to do. Like he's obviously the face of the franchise. He's the best player on this team. I think the team just needs to be careful that again, it's it's on his terms and it's something he wants that they're not forcing him into the role. And I do think he is taking on more of that responsibility in the media. So I'll even tell you, Kyle, uh, you know, when I last covered the game, I guess it was nine days ago, it was the Ducks game. You know, Pedersen wasn't one of the guys who was supposed to come out and talk to the media that night. But he was the first guy that came out and talked to the media. And to me, that was, they are really trying to groom this guy for the, for the everyday talking to reporters kind of role. And I don't think it's something he's entirely comfortable with, to be honest. And that's fair. You got a bunch of, you know, peasants like me shoving microphones in your faces. It's it's it can be a little bit intimidating, a little bit tiring. Um, but it certainly seems like he's trying to take on that role right now for the Vancouver Canucks. So I just hope there's enough um, support in that dressing room from his teammates and from the team itself just to kind of help him be groomed into that role. Get that get that bromance between JT and Pedersen going because I think JT is definitely more the raw raw guy. But if he's around with this team long term, I think. That's going to be a guy that that Pedersen leans on, and you know one more reason why I bring up JT. I was reading a, a good piece that Harmon Dial wrote about uh, Vasily Podkolzin in the Athletic, and Podkolzin talked about how JT was the one who like really took him under his wing, really helped him out. And I think you know with Pedersen being captain in Vancouver, he might need to lean on a guy like JT who has pretty thick skin, as we all know. Yeah, no, that that's true, and he will need the support and i think he will definitely get it i think the bromance between Pedersen and miller will grow for real for real for real we got to make it happen maybe we got to help ha help it happen by you know not talking so much crap all the time about friendships and how they're important on the team and there could be conflict between that guy dude come on chill 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 now you did say something about how it is tough you know when you're the guy that has to talk to the people after every game, and guys like you are asking similar questions about losses. You know, losses, 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 losses. It, it just gets tiring, but you got to do it because you play for the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, I, again, I can only speak. 
I can only speak for, my, for myself, but I'm so curious to see how the media handles winning in the city because it, it's, come on, let, let's talk about hockey. Let's talk about the games, right? But right now it's so hard to do that because the games don't matter. I, I want to see Pedersen talk about the wins, talk about what's next, talk about the opponents, talk about how these are a big two points. I, the language, I, I'm, I'm excited for that, that phase of Canucks hockey. And dude, I'm so excited that we're doing this at the end of the week on the Friday, right? Fun Fridays. Just talking about the potential of Pedersen being the captain, and we just brought up him being maybe the best playoff performer in Canucks history, and we're jumping the gun. But again, we're just we're putting it out there because it's Friday, baby. It's Friday, baby. It's Friday, baby, man. Begsy, come, come to the party, man. Come to the party later tonight, man. For real. It's Friday, baby. Yeah, seriously, man. My invite got lost in the mail. You you last minute invite me to the yeah, State party this morning. You know, I got, I got my wife's in her third trimester at home. You're asking me to leave my pregnant wife yeah. last minute to come party with you. It happens, I, man. I'm, I, bro, I'm considering it. I'm considering it. Bro, because, you know, we're doing the Locked On Connect show. We're talking every day, bro. We're doing it for the people. We're trying, we're trying to do this thing. We don't even ask each other about our lives anymore. Just all about the Canucks, right? Locked On Canucks every day. It, it slipped my mind. Again, on the checklist, it says you're checked off. But I'm like, dude, did I even tell this guy? But anywho, anywho, come to the party. We'll talk more about Pedersen being the future captain. And there's going to be a couple Canucks fans there. There's going to be one Canucks fan there at the party that has gone to Game 7 against Minnesota way back when, right? When he was a young chap. He also went to the Steve Moore game. That's crazy. And he also went to Game 7 against Boston in 2011. So... There's going to be that Canucks fan at the party tonight. And, bro, come on, man. We got to chop it up with that guy and possibly get him on the say, show. I don't know if I should go, man. That guy's obviously cursed. <laughs> do, you want, do you really want to be in the same room as that guy? That guy has carried around some baggage, man. He Other is, three, man. There are three, three of the darkest games in uh, you know, Vancouver sports history in the 21st century here. My goodness, man. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, we'll crazy, see. We'll man. see. We got to talk to him and see if he'll, he'll ever be open to coming on the show because it is a, it is a fan first show. And I'm not, I'm not hesitant to listen to what uh, his name's oh, I forget his name but I'm so sorry Ross, uh, Ross? is what's his name Ron Ottawa Senators guy Russ Oh Ross yeah Ross, Ross there you go yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he talked about how on his show he gets the fans involved and he gets them on the show yo if any fans are watching this and you want to chime in and actually participate in a podcast episode with us let's figure it out why not why not yeah, I'm down. We'll maybe you call it Canucks, uh, Canucks Central, Canucks Citizen. Canucks like Central, that, come but, on, uh, you got to steal from the. Come on, man. Come oh, on, yeah, it's already a show. Come oh, on, man, you got to steal bad, from Satin Riccio. Come on, man. Copyright. We'll figure it out, bro. We'll figure it out. You know. That's what happens when we brainstorm live on the air. But yeah. uh, anyway, in terms of uh, controversial stuff, um, in, in the second segment, I do want to get to Rick Tockett. He had some uh, interesting words to say about the team last night after a dismal performance in the desert. But I, I mainly want to touch on uh, some of the line combinations you throw out there, man. And maybe I got to touch on my uh, my uh, Brock Besser take from yesterday. That's going to come up in our next segment. But before we get to that, we need to tell you that the midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Super easy. There, super easy. <laughs> there, you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drained. Now, again, I've told you my Portland Trail, my Portland Trail Blazers—they're cursed, man. It's it's probably because I started cheering them for them. You know, I was a casual fan up until this year, and then I said I'm locking myself to the Trail Blazers, and now they suck. 
they suck. And they're going to face the Boston Celtics tonight. I will say they got blown up by the Celtics during their last meeting. You know, all this talk about Damian Lillard possibly retiring. Like, this spread is is a bit ugly. Uh, I, I'm, I'm taking my Trailblazers to cover, man. I like the pain. I like the pain. And if I wanted to combine that bet for a chance at a bigger payout, I could do so with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance. Get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Go make some money. Sending you well wishes. That parlay is going to work out. Play some bets with FanDuel and uh, do so responsibly. And, bro, don't. Don't don't play with the pain too much, all right? That's that's not responsible. Trevor Bags, you got kids coming. Kids, okay? Right now you have kid. You have kids coming your way and you're being ir- irresponsible. Maybe you shouldn't use Fan- FanDuel today, but everyone else, I'm sending you well wishes. Enjoy FanDuel. There we go. Enjoy FanDuel more than the Canucks game last night, which is probably pretty easy to do cuz it was it was not a good hockey game. And I think the quote that I uh I liked most from talking last night is he called the team sleepy. <laughs> he said we were sleepy out there. We had a sleepy performance last night. Uh, talked about how he didn't like the game at all. Um, and in terms of the line juggling, he needed to find some workers. And he said, I should have changed them sooner. So basically, the Canucks had an okay first period, but it was very power play heavy. The, the Coyotes kept taking penalties. Second period was a mess. Canucks had a couple of power plays, but just got dominated at even strength. And then in the third period, they could they controlled possession. But at that point, the lines were in the blender. Team was down 3-1 like a minute a minute and change into the third period. So it was an ugly performance last night. It was one that got me thinking about the tanking odds a little bit more. Uh, obviously, I, I'm being kind of hopeful there. But, um, you know, Kyle, I, w- I wanted to say, so last night, again, yesterday we talked about Brock Besser, Anthony Beauvillier, who should be alongside Pedersen on line one. So I felt pretty stupid in the first period. Anthony Beauvillier gets a shot in the back of the knee. You know, it must have hit a nerve or something. You barely get off the ice. Doesn't make, miss a shift, comes in the next shift and sets up Kuzmenko for uh, for the first goal of the game. So I was looking pretty dumb. But in the third period, Brock Besser did get a shift with Elias Pedersen. The lotto line got reunited there, buddy. Dude, and Beauvillier finished the game with two assists. He also set up Pedersen, okay? So just relax, buddy. Relax, man. It's not happening, man. Beauvillier has 16 points in his last 18 games. That is, that's impressive. He's on pace for career highs. I think I saw Sats tweet last night and yeah a lot of that is because he's playing with one of the best players in the nhl Pedersen, and he's also playing with one of the best first year players in the nhl kuzmenko but again i think he just that perfect piece on that line and dude don't be bragging about one or two shifts of the lotto line being put back together okay chill out just take the l here take the l here you got it wrong buddy you got it wrong I'm going to throw this to you. Why, like, if Again, if Anthony Beauvillier, Andre Kuzmenko, and Elias Pettersson are the three best players in the Canucks, why wouldn't you try to spread out the offense a little bit, you know? <laughs> and speaking of which, we talked about how Pettersson and Kuzmenko are going to be hitched to each other. Kuzmenko was basically on the fourth line in the third period last night. He was playing with Vitaly Kratstov and uh, Sheldon Drys. So it was uh, Connor Garland who actually got the place up on the top line, not Brock Besser. Um but I will say, man, again, I, I do like kind of like a tenacious line with like a Miller, Bavillier, Pod Coles, and I think that's something worth experimenting with. And just get Besser up there. Come on, man. It's it's meaningless games right now. Rehabilitate Besser's value. Uh, last point I want to make, too, is I saw this cheat. This this cheat. This. Oh, oh, you're muted. You're muted. I can barely hear you. This guy's unplugged. It happens, man. Things happen. I'll take over. 
Trevor Bag saw something on Twitter that he does not agree with. It happens. It happens. I think he's back. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I, I just like pretty much. Maybe you muted me. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> right. It's like shut up, man. You're, you're shut up. Brock is not playing with PD anymore. <laughs> Guy's got 16 points. Bovilia, that is with Patterson. I think it's gonna stick around, bro. It's, what do you like? What's going on here? Do you got something? You, you got something against Anthony Bovilia? Did a guy named Anthony bully you? Did he take your lunch money? Did he steal your Pokemon cards way back in the day? Chill out, man. This guy's doing good things. No. I actually got a buddy named Anthony, and we talked about being GMs of the Canucks one day. So Ooh. it's it's still uh, still a goal in the back of okay. my mind. So uh, shout out to Anthony. But um, the take I was going to say was basically there's a tweet from JD Burke, and he said, you know, Anthony Bovillier, it's it's fun and nice, and it's great how he's playing well, um, but it's going to come back to bite the Canucks when they sign him to a lucrative oh. contract extension. Like basically, the joke's going to be on us. So again, uh, man, he's, let's he's playing it. great, but he's also playing beside like you know someone who should be in the Hart Trophy conversation this season in Elias Patterson. He's obviously not going to win, but he's been good enough to belong in that conversation. So <laughs> Trevor, don't, don't just fall for the fact that Bovillier is playing alongside Patterson, man. <laughs> Trevor. And, and again, let's try some different things out. Nothing really matters right now. Get Besser back on the top line. Give it a run. Yo, Trevor, you know what? You, you, you just did it, man. Honestly, get Brock Besser playing with Patterson because now I'm scared. Now I'm scared, bro. I'm, I'm 100% scared because... Bovillia is going to finish with what? Maybe he's going to finish with uh, 33 points in his first 30 games with the Vancouver Canucks. He's got one year left on the deal, which means this summer they can extend him. And boom, and on August 24th, we're going to get a notification that Anthony Bovillier signed a six-year, $36 million extension. <laughs> no, six, six million a year. So, the Louis Erickson special. Dude, it's happening, man. You're right, man. This is This is dangerous territory. Dangerous oh, Louis, territory. Louis Beauvillier, my God. Yo, can we have some fun before we uh, go to our next segment? Uh, I know we barely talked about our tanking odds, but again, we lost to Arizona, which is a big thing. Arizona, the favorite to get Connor Bedard. Arizona, that team that may win a Stanley Cup before your Vancouver Canucks if Bedard gets there and, again, raises that in front of 4,700 people, which would be embarrassing. Uh, let's let's uh, let's play the simulator. Why not, right? Why not? Let's uh, Let's do it. Let's see what we can get now, right? See where this is going. Uh, we got uh, we got what the eighth best chances. I'm gonna click it. Actually, Columbus is at the top. I haven't really been looking at this stuff. Okay, Columbus has the best ch best chances of getting Bedard by a by a lot. Yeah, bad. Columbus and San Jose are kind of duking it out right now. Yeah, dude. But again, I think Arizona is the team that's gonna get it because they're playing in front of 4,700 people and they need things to happen. Okay, they need things to happen. The NHL needs Arizona and Bettman needs Arizona to do good things. Let's click the button. Let's see what happens here. Oh man, Chicago. And look at that. Oh. Buffalo jumped 10 spots. Crazy, man. Crazy. Buffalo. Oops, wrong one. Ah, right. Come on, man. Come on. So where, where did the Canucks finish on that list? They finished 10th. No, nowhere notable, I guess. They finished 10th. 10th? Yeah. Oh, okay. So this, again, I, I, I do like pulling up a, a draft ranking and seeing which players at the 10th spot. So I usually go with the Athletic. I went with Sportsnet right now. And it's David Reinbacher. Oh, cool. The big... Uh, the big um, Austrian defender. I keep wanting to say Swiss because he plays in the Swiss league, but he's Austrian. So okay. the big 6'4 Austrian defenseman, his comparable was, uh, according to The Athletic, was Brett Pesci. He's exactly the type of guy that would look great uh, in the Canucks top four alongside Quinn Hughes. So uh, I I would, I would uh, I, I need to watch more of him as we get up to the draft, which I know we will because the Canucks are in the playoffs. But uh, David Reinbacher, I'm, I'm liking the idea of him becoming a Vancouver Canuck. There you go, man. We'll see what happens. Hey, man, 
Columbia, uh, what, what team jumped up 10 spots? Buffalo. Buffalo jumped up 10 spots. You never know, Vancouver. It could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Real talk, real talk. Let's uh, get to another break on the podcast side right now. You're listening, again, to Lockdown Canucks. Okay, okay, we're back. And you know what we do at the end of the show. We go straight to the comments because we save the best for last. And you are the best, the person watching this. Click like, click click subscribe, leave a comment. And you, you can't hate on my voice more. There's one person that hated on my voice and they deleted their comment. Maybe they thought they were bullies. Maybe they thought my reply was, was I don't know. A what shot did, what did you say back? Dude, what I said nothing. Back? They said, they said, when is Kyle's voice going to change? And I said, Kyle here, I've been waiting. That's all I've been saying. That's all I said. I just went, I just leaned into the joke <laughs> and they deleted the comment. Yeah, he, and you referenced that like uh, a couple weeks ago on the show. You basically said you're waiting for your, uh, yeah, your, dude. your, your balls to drop. Like, can Yo, you say that? I'm not quite sure. Maybe but... if there's children in the car and that, that phrase just went out. Like, if there's oh, children I'm... in the car, just your balls are going to drop too. And now I, so I apologize to the parents. Can I have to talk about the birds and the bees? Yeah, exactly. And what does that mean? Like, what do you mean my balls are going to drop? And, and bro, maybe my balls are going to drop on May 16th when my birthday hits and I turn 30. Maybe, <laughs> you know, for real, I'll start talking like this. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We did get one comment about Brock Bastard playing with Patterson and Joachim Bromberg. I think that's how you say it. Maybe. I don't know how to speak Swedish. They said, he said, they do have a special bond and energy together. They are cute together. Cute. Brock Baster and Elias Patterson. And I said, Kyle here. That's a beautiful response. Best buds. It's not that deep sometimes, right? It's just hockey. Let the best friends play together. It made me think of that photo. I can't remember which actress it is, but it's basically like Brad Pitt and some like, Skinny actress with blonde hair, and people were saying it was Brock Besser. And I think it's Gwyneth Paltrow, maybe. I think was it Gwyneth? Uh, I don't know. Man. I don't even know how to pronounce. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a celebrity movie guy, dude. Who is? Um, I did watch a pretty messed up movie the other night with my wife called The Ritual, uh, and uh, I caught my attention because it's like a movie about hiking, and I I do love to hike, but it's basically like these four dudes going like a bro hiking trip, and uh, all this crazy witchcraft stuff happens. But but I'll, I'll ask you this: like, would would you be down for? A multi-day hike with me at some point. Of course, man. Of course, bro. We, I think we need to do it. Going into next season of Locked on Canucks, and I know here we are talking about the future. We should be in the present. We still got a lot of games left. But I think going into next season and doing a full season of this show for the people, for the city, for Canucks fans all around the world, bro, we need to we need to go on a hike. We need to, you know, do some things, you know? You know, do some things. <laughs> you know, do some things and still, you know, go on that walk and... Think about the future of this show and making sure these minutes are being used wisely, again, for the people watching. Uh, Begsy, what are your plans for the weekend, man? Let's end on a high note. It's Friday, man, for real. Yeah, but before I tell you about that, I I, I do want to say, you know, if, if you're listening and you have some suggestions for, like, good multi-day hikes, whether it's in B.C. or, or elsewhere, you know, hit us up in the comments. I've, I've done go. some good hikes in, in South America, Europe. So I'm I'm all for it, man. I love hiking suggestions. And, and let us know. Me and Kyle like making friends. You want to come with us? And you're a stranger? Whoa, no, no, Let's no, do no. It, man. Come on, man. Let's Just leave it. the comments. Y'all can like hop. A, be like no, no, no. We ain't doing that, bro. I've seen too many things on Netflix. <laughs> no, no. If y'all want a podcast together, we'll do that, man. We'll 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 stream you in onto Streamyard. Don't worry, we'll talk Canucks with you. But we're not going on hikes together. I'm sorry, yo. Yeah. Uh, in terms of my weekend, I, I'm I'm kind of caught between the struggle of you know wanting a party with you and. Uh, my, my friend was kind of thinking of taking his girl out for St. Patty's Day because she's new to Canada and she wants to check it out. Okay. But I'm also like trying to balance that with being like a responsible adult. Like I got exams for 
for like uh, financial licensing I'm trying to finish up and I'm I'm trying to like nail down to the textbooks whenever I, I have a moment or two away from the family so I'm caught between that struggle man also test driving a couple cars on the weekend because you know wife and I looking at another car oh, as our family man. grows damn but, uh, bro minivan season bro I'm, I'm excited for the family season oh no oh man oh, no, no you're, you're caught in a dilemma I understand just just know though man just know you've known me longer than you've known this new family of yours okay just play that card and yeah just just you know play that card and it'll work all right locked on canucks trevor Beggs, kyle bound thanks so much for listening every day uh Beggs, you got anything else to say to the people yeah i just want to close by saying as well thanks for listening to this episode of locked on canucks now make your second lesson game to game locked on nhl Every moment, every performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across Locked On NHL with the local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Uh, you out there, we hope you have a great weekend ahead, a great St. Pa- great, great Patrick's Day. And Kyle, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll see that party later, man. Maybe. Yeah, maybe you'll see me and I'll be spending a few tracks. You know what it is, Kyle Bowen. I don't know my DJ name yet, but... We'll figure it out tonight. We'll figure it out tonight. For real. He's for Kyle Bowen. I'm Trevor Beggs. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Locked On Canucks. Peace. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.